0: The consequence of restoring your health is that you're also improving your fertility because your fertility is really a reflection of how your body is doing overall. Like, are you healthy? Is your body in a state where it's able to reproduce and carry a healthy pregnancy to term? Welcome back to the Mastering Your Fertility Podcast. This show is all about reclaiming health, enhancing fertility, and preparing for pregnancy. We're Kristen Cornette and Dr. Haley Nye, your hosts and the creators of the online fertility platform Tiny Feet. This episode is brought to you by our Tiny Feet Fertility Assessment, where you and your partner can receive a personalized online action plan to improve your health, boost your fertility, and prepare your bodies for a successful pregnancy. Get all the latest research supported guidance on how to work with your doctor for preconception care, what to eat for optimal fertility and pregnancy nutrition which nutrients to supplement with, and how to create a healthier internal and external environment for your future baby. And the best part is you get access to all of this in the comfort of your own home without having to spend endless hours researching and sifting through conflicting advice. Learn more about the assessment and get signed up for your plan at tinyfeet.co forward slash the dash assessment. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you're here for the first time, then welcome. We appreciate you listening and we're excited to help you learn more about how to improve your health and fertility. Dr. Haley and I started Tiny Feet in 2018 to offer couples a unique functional medicine approach for overcoming fertility struggles, conceiving successfully, and having beautiful, healthy babies. We offer individualized consults that include functional lab testing and targeted natural therapies, as well as our online fertility assessment and online courses. You can learn more about us and what we do on our website at tinyfeet.co. If you've been enjoying the podcast for a while, we would love to hear from you about your experience through a rating or review on iTunes. These really do help us boost the podcast and continue to share all of this amazing fertility education with the couples who need it the most. Thanks in advance for all of your amazing feedback and support. You're listening to episode 41, where we're going to be talking about what it means and what it looks like to take a functional approach to fertility and preconception care. Several weeks back on the podcast, we talked all about what to expect if you need to seek out testing or treatment from a conventional fertility clinic, but this week we want to tell you more about our approach to fertility and give you some options that you may not have considered before. Our work with clients is always aimed at figuring out what the true underlying cause is for health and fertility issues, and that means that we look way beyond just your reproductive system for answers. Now, obviously, this type of approach isn't standard in conventional medicine, so we're going to spend some time explaining it to you today and sharing why it's so effective for helping couples conceive and also have healthier babies. So today, you're going to learn what functional medicine is and how it's different from conventional medicine, what it means to take a functional approach to fertility, and why you don't actually have to choose between conventional and functional medicine. What our intake process looks like and which basic blood tests we recommend all potential clients seek out with their local providers before starting out with us. The four functional lab tests we use in our practice and when we typically recommend them and how we combine all of the information from your intake and labs to build a completely customized healing protocol just for you. We also talk about the two things that we can't do for you through Tiny Feet and share some other ways we can help you aside from just becoming a one-on-one client, one of which I'm actually going to mention right now. So before we start, I do want to give you guys an update on our brand new online preconception course that we've been talking about on the podcast for the past several weeks, and it's called Fertile in 5 Masterclass. So we are super excited for this to be coming out, and we've decided on a September 2019 launch date, which means it's just over a month away from being released. We designed this course to take you through a complete five-step preconception and fertility optimization program, and this should serve as a one-stop shop for most women to prepare for a healthy pregnancy. So we cover in-depth what to discuss with your doctor and how to get the right lab tests before you conceive, a full nutrition and supplement protocol to help prepare your body to grow a healthy baby how to adjust your lifestyle to support your fertility and a healthy pregnancy, and practical steps to avoid harmful environmental exposures that can wreak havoc on your hormones and your baby's health. So the course will be released first to our email list subscribers with special pricing and bonuses. These will only be available for a short time during the course launch. So we highly recommend jumping onto the email list if you haven't already. And you can do that by downloading the Are You Healthy Enough to Get Pregnant quiz through the link in the podcast episode description. All right, so without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. So we are gonna start off with Dr. Haley telling us what functional medicine is and how it's different from
1: conventional medicine. Perfect, thanks, Kristen. Okay, so functional medicine focuses on identifying and correcting the underlying causes of disease, not just treating the symptoms. And we also look at a whole person um, and view the body as one integrated system, not a collection of separate systems that should be all looked at and treated in different medical specialties. So that's one big difference is that We understand that, uh, you know, the gut affects the liver and the gut affects the brain and um, everything is interconnected. And that's one big difference between functional medicine and conventional medicine, which again, they're broken up into all these different specialties. So if you go to your primary care doctor and you have an issue with your heart, you're going to be sent to the cardiologist. Or if you have an issue with your digestive tract, then you're going to be sent to the gastroenterologist and so on and so on. And so um, that's, Definitely uh, something that makes a big difference when you're treating the whole person, right? So, that also includes the reproductive system with fertility. We know that if you're having issues there, you're going to go to a reproductive endocrinologist, um, or maybe you're just your gynecologist, um, but they're not really looking at your gut, your liver, uh, your brain, and all those other things that you want to take into account. So um it usually involves much more than just um you know prescription medications or labs and imaging and things like that. So we're going to incorporate diet, uh lifestyle, environment and personal health and family history. We talked a lot about genetics on the podcast. Um your mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. Um and Usually with conventional medicine, they typically only look at, again, specific issues, symptoms, body system um, that brought them into the into their clinic in the first place. It isn't necessarily their fault per se, um, just the way the system is set up, especially here in the U.S. Uh, we have an insurance billing system that doesn't Uh, Allow for doctors to spend very much time with their patients or on more than one quote-unquote issue so that's how we're different with functional medicine is that we do have the time and um, The tools to be able to approach multiple issues and really put the full picture together Um, And then lastly our treatments and protocols are based on what's best for the patient um, what's best for you, basically, the, um, not just what standard of care. And so again, with me- with medicine, which which is unfortunate, it's like a good thing, but it's also unfortunate is that they have to follow standard of care. The good thing about that is that there's algorithms and there's a lot less mistakes that are made when there's a standard of care that's followed. But that also means that you're going to be put into a box. And if you're having any weird systems, Uh, symptoms or you don't fit into that box, then they're not really going to know quite what to do with you. Um, Or if you don't
0: respond to the, whatever the standard of care treatment is.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, a limitation that they have. Uh, Again, uh, that's just the way that they were trained. Uh, And then also um, the pressures that the insurance system puts on them as well. So What it means to take a functional medicine approach in fertility, what that means is that we're addressing the underlying causes of fertility issues. So we're looking at much more than just the reproductive system, but we're going to be looking at problems in other parts of the body's system. So um, these other systems can cause disruption to the reproductive system and functional medicine is going to focus on identifying those disruptions and then correcting those issues. Um, We also emphasize again a healthy lifestyle, uh, nutrition, removing any type of dietary triggers, environmental exposures, sleep, stress, exercise, uh, again that whole Uh, system approach. And then um, because we have this type of approach that uh, is a whole system approach, it may take longer to um, uh, implement all of these therapies than it does with conventional approach. And so it can take uh, a longer time for your body to heal and restore optimal function, which is Um, exactly what we're looking for in functional medicine. And um, this is especially true if you're dealing with more long-term health issues, especially with fertility or unexplained infertility where oftentimes it's autoimmune issues that's going on or chronic inflammation like in um, endometriosis or PCOS. These are definitely conditions that functional medicine is made for <laughs> there's a lot yeah. that we can do um, but that it does take time and it does take dedication from the patient for sure
0: yeah i like to think of it as you know in my particular case it's like it took 30 years basically for me to get to a point where i was experiencing all the symptoms i was experiencing and it's just not realistic to expect that you know after a few weeks or months that we're just going to be completely hundred percent all better um, usually, conditions that are affecting fertility are have multiple factors that are contributing to them. They are complex and there 's a lot going on in the body. We have to address multiple different systems and sometimes we have to do that in a particular order. You know we have to address one and then the next and then the next it 's sort of a, like a layered approach as opposed to you know when you 're going through conventional treatment and you 're basically able to sort of bypass having to get healthy because you're sort of recreating the system with drugs or procedures. And so that is a big difference. And that's not to say, you know, we're not knocking conventional fertility treatment. This definitely does get couples exactly what they're looking for. It makes, you know, babies all the time. And, um, you know, that's, we love that. That's what we want. We, we want you to walk away at the end of it with a baby, but we also want you to be healthy and feel empowered and feel like you have options. And I feel like that's something that functional medicine really puts a lot of the power in the patient or the client's hands to provide what's needed for their body to heal. So let's talk a little bit more about this um, sort of concept of, should you do functional medicine before you try conventional treatments? And You know, I think the answer to that is not necessarily. I mean, we're huge advocates of functional medicine, and although most couples benefit from spending time working on their health and improving that from a functional perspective – before resorting to fertility treatments i think some couples definitely need conventional testing earlier on in the process they may need to investigate something like an anatomical issue that would actually make natural conception impossible without treatment and if something like that's found then you know ivf is really the only option you know if you're dealing with completely blocked tubes for instance in a female And um, so women who are over the age of 35 or who have been struggling to conceive for a while, I don't think that they should wait to seek out these tests. And we had an episode previously on the podcast with Krista Barlow. She shared her story of waiting a really long time into her late 30s because she was so convinced and dedicated that she was going to be able to do everything naturally, that she didn't seek out the testing that she needed to identify anatomical issues that really meant that she needed to go through IVF treatment. And so, you know, your odds are better in IVF when you're younger. And so if you're especially if right. you're starting this process, your the fertility process after the age of 35, you know, don't wait to seek out conventional testing at the very least so that you know What you're ultimately going to need in terms of treatment. You know, you may find that it's totally okay for you to go through the process and do everything natural, but you may find that you do need some additional help with conventional medicine. And that kind of brings us to the next thing, which is that it doesn't have to be one or the other. It can absolutely be both. So even if a couple needs or just wants to go through conventional fertility treatment, it's still in their best interest to do everything they can to improve health along with egg and sperm quality you <laughs> both leading up to their treatment as well as throughout treatment. So making sure that we're doing everything that we can to produce the highest quality egg and highest quality sperm to create a beautiful embryo that's going to implant and grow into a healthy baby. And functional medicine can absolutely support those conventional medical procedures that are designed just really to get you pregnant. And what we're trying to do alongside that is to kind of optimize the raw materials that we're using to create that pregnancy. And that can absolutely lead to a better outcome, not just a pregnancy, but also the health of that pregnancy, the long-term health of that baby. There's all these epigenetic things that are happening. You know, Your environment, your diet, your lifestyle is giving information to the DNA that's going to become that baby. And that's really important for the health of the pregnancy, as well as their long-term health throughout their life. Right. So definitely not an either-or approach. It can totally be both. Um, So let's talk a little bit about what it's actually like to go through this process and work with functional practitioners. So we'll use us as an example because that's what we do. Um, So Mm -hmm. let's talk about what's included um, in our client intake process. And Dr. Haley is going to cover that.
1: All right. Perfect. So when you start working with a functional medicine doctor, you will probably uh, get a thorough medical history intake that you need to fill out. They're usually much longer than your typical conventional intake that you would get at the doctor's office. And one of the reasons why is everything that we explained just recently is that um, we need a lot of information to put all the pieces together. Um, There's a lot of information in regards to like your childhood and Your diet and uh, lifestyle, and everything that we want to know up front, so um, we can start putting the pieces together kind of ahead of time of actually seeing you or visiting with you. So, this is again going to include a symptom assessment, diet and lifestyle questionnaire, and then also um, with us, we're going to start adding a three to five day food journal to get a better insight on daily diet and. One of the reasons we really like a food journal is a lot of people seem to not recall very easily what they actually do eat. They kind of have an idea, but when it really comes down to it, they, um, there's a big difference between just like recalling what you eat and actually writing it down in a journal. And that can be very enlightening to not only our clients, but um, it can help us work with you a little bit better. And then we're going to review any lab work that you've had done uh, previously with other practitioners or doctors so that includes blood work functional lab tests that you've had done hormone testing and fertility evaluation so everything that you've had done previously it's expected to um, be reviewed by a functional medicine doctor um, and then In regards to that, we also would love to have some basic blood tests done already when first starting to work with us. And so these include a full thyroid panel, including antibodies, a complete blood count, um, and a comprehensive metabolic panel or CMP. Also a ferritin level, which is your iron stores, a vitamin D, red blood cell count folate, and that's RBC folate, there's a big difference between just serum folate and red blood cell count folate. Um, so just keep that in mind is that if you get a serum folate, which is the most common one that's ordered, you have to do it fasting for it to mean anything. Um, if they do it when you're not fasting, then it all it is is um, testing the folate in your blood from that previous meal that you had. Um, and then also, the fasting folate is pretty transient. It, it doesn't, I don't like doing the serum folate. It really doesn't mean anything. And the red blood cell folate is what you're looking for. Uh, also, a methylmalonic acid. So that is the metabolite that's left over after you um, have metabolized your B12. And um, that's going to give us an idea if you're low in B12. Also, a, lip, a lipid panel. Um, that's going to, going to include like cholesterol and your um, uh, triglycerides and LDL, HDL and things like that. Your, we also would like a glucose, um, a fasting insulin level, and a an hemoglobin A1C to just assess your blood sugar balance um, or blood sugar control. And lastly, if you have any um, hormones that are done, uh, we would love to see those such as um, FSH, estradiol, on day three of your menstrual um, period, and then also uh, progesterone, which uh, should be done day seven after ovulation. So those need to be done separately. And AMH can be done anytime, that's anti-malarian hormone. And then the DHEAS, uh, testosterone, prolactin, and luteinizing hormone. Um, sorry, the, those can all be done on at any time during your cycle, but the LH and the FSH and the estradiol needs to be day three. Okay, so I know I just like spit out a bunch of labs to you guys. We'll go ahead and have this listed on our show notes so you can reference it, um, so you don't have to come back to the episode and figure out what the heck I just said. And then, also, if you don't have all of these tests ahead of time, that's perfectly fine. What we'll do is just give you kind of a recommended uh, lab test um, to be able to fill in the gaps and um, depending on where you're at in the United states um what and if you're like here in Oregon, then we can also order some of these labs for you too so um, hopefully the reason that, that, is that we
0: Yeah. The reason that we usually recommend coming in with these is is that many people are able to just get these covered by insurance with their primary care provider or whoever they're currently seeing. So a lot of times it's helpful to, I mean, yes, absolutely. We can get these tests for you um, in most states in the US that allow direct access testing. And um, so if you're in a position where you don't have insurance and you're paying out of pocket for some of these labs, you don't need to worry about going you know, separately to your primary care physician to get these ordered. But for a lot of people, It's much more helpful, much less expensive to seek these out with your local physician so that you can get them covered by insurance. And we'll talk a little bit more about insurance at the end of the episode. So, I think what we're going to move into now is talking about other lab tests. So, when we recommend functional lab tests and how we actually use them in our practice to inform a protocol. For a client. So we we use four, primarily four different functional lab tests in our practice. And the point of these tests is basically to figure out where your body needs the most support to heal and fully support your fertility and a healthy pregnancy. So we can use some of these functional labs in addition to the list of blood tests and hormone testing that Dr. Haley just mentioned. And that really gives us a complete picture of where we need to start with you to optimize your fertility. And so With functional testing, the place that we typically start in most people um, is looking at gut health. And the reason that we do that, you've probably heard us talk extensively on the podcast about gut health in a whole bunch of different uh, episodes, episodes nine through 11. We just had an episode 33, I believe it was, that talked all about food sensitivities and gut health. And we did talk about some of the labs that we use in that episode as well. But the reason that we focus on gut health at the very beginning is because it affects so many different systems in our bodies that are important for fertility and pregnancy. So we're talking about digestion, absorption, and utilization of specific nutrients that are super important to fertility and growing your baby. Also immune function, that's all derived from your gut health. Your inflammation levels are determined in part by gut health your hormone balance, how healthy, regular, and, uh, quote, normal your menstrual cycle is. Detoxification is very dependent on gut health, your metabolic health. So things like um, weight and your blood sugar and your, um, your lipid panels, so your cholesterol and things, Um, Those are all very heavily tied to gut health. And then also mental health, which isn't necessarily, I mean, just because you have, you know, depression or anxiety doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have trouble getting pregnant, but it's very common to experience issues with mental health, especially if you're going through fertility issues. And those things can be a clue that there's something going on with your gut health. So a lot of that inflammation that comes from the gut affects brain chemistry. Chronic inflammation affects brain chemistry. And the recent research coming out is very interesting about depression being really an inflammatory condition. So that's very fascinating. fascinating. And it does really point us to the gut as the primary place that we need to go when we're looking to address an issue like that. Mm -hmm. So that is why we almost always start with gut health. And I would say 80% of our clients. Now there are some people that have either already done some investigation into gut health or have some very obvious other issues that require a different starting place. But most people have symptoms, at least some symptoms that are consistent with issues with gut health. I think that that's probably because of you know modern diet, lifestyle, antibiotic use, other medication use. We have so many different things that throw off our gut health. And that is just so central to all of our other body systems, including our reproductive system. So most clients do start with a GI map stool test, and we've talked about the GI map on the podcast before, so hopefully you've gotten some information on that previously. If you haven't, you can also find a little bit more about that on our website. Um, Many clients, we also recommend to include food sensitivity testing, which is the MRT or mediator release test. And we highly recommend doing those two tests together because they give us the most information to get you healed up the fastest. So it gives us information about trigger foods that may be stimulating the immune system, as well as everything that's going on in your gut at that point. So when we are able to dial in the diet, as well as address what we're finding in the digestive system, we tend to get the best, fastest results for clients and they start to feel better faster when we have all of that info. So the information from the labs that we hope that you have when you're coming into us, as well as the functional lab tests, they really help us build a customized healing protocol and that helps you restore your health. And then the consequence of restoring your health is that you're also improving your fertility because your fertility is really a reflection of how your body is doing overall. Like, are you healthy? Is your body in a state where it's able to reproduce and carry a healthy pregnancy to term? So, that's kind of our starting point with the majority of our clients. We also encourage clients to have their genetic reports run through MaxGen Labs. So, that's a third test that we offer. On our website as well. And that helps us with kind of the personalizing process with your recommendations. And so all of us have various genetic predispositions that may mean we need a specific type of a certain nutrient, like methylated folate, as opposed to like maybe some people don't do well with methylated B vitamins. They need folinic acid or a different mm-hmm. form of B12, like hydroxocobalamin or adenosylcobalamin instead of methylcobalamin. And also, whether or not somebody is predisposed to doing well on a higher fat diet versus a higher carbohydrate diet. So there's a lot of dietary customization that we can do in there um, and just supplementing with specific nutrients that we may need to support, for instance, um, antioxidant production in the body. So we can test for whether or not you have a predisposition toward being low in glutathione, which can affect egg health, as well as other areas of health. So you may want to supplement with something like NAC or liposomal glutathione. And those are all things that can help us really tailor your protocol to you so that you're getting the most out of the, the entire experience. So, genetics isn't 100% necessary, obviously, for us to work with you, but it is something that can really add um, a customization aspect to a protocol. So, we really like that one as well. And then the fourth test that we use in our practice is functional hormone testing with the Dutch test. Now, we love the Dutch test, there's a ton of information on this. We have received a lot of interest on doing this test up front. I think it's It's just common for clients to think more along the lines of conventional medicine where it's like, okay, if I have a problem with my cycle, I first need to look only at my hormones. And if I have, I figure out what my hormone levels are, then we can figure out how to fix it. Well, the thing about the Dutch test is that it'll tell us where you're at with your hormones. And it's an amazing test that gives us a ton of information. But say for instance, you come up with like me, and your cortisol is really elevated, and your progesterone is pretty low well what is what's the root cause of the elevated cortisol and the low progesterone? And a lot of times, the first place that we need to go to find answers about that is a stool test. It's gut health um it's other it's it might be your diet, it might be something in your environment, whether or not you're introducing a lot of um, endocrine disruptors through some of the products and things that you're using. so there's a lot of improvement that we can make an investigation that we can do before doing hormone testing. And then hormone testing often isn't necessary for clients once we address some of those underlying causes. And there are also a lot of symptoms that we can identify that might show us that there's a hormone balance present without having to explicitly test it at that time. So, you know, if you're spotting between your periods and you're having a lot of PMS symptoms and you have a short luteal phase, that's a pretty clear indication of a low progesterone pattern. And if you're, you're temping, you know, a basal body temperature, you're seeing it drop off a couple of days before your cycle. There's a lot of ways that we can identify some of those hormone patterns without testing. And so our feeling is that we get the most information when we go to the, the body system, that's likely the root cause of some of those issues, which starts with the gut. So anything yeah. you want to
1: add to that, Dr. Haley? No, I totally agree. I uh, totally get it with my patients. I often um, hear them saying that they want their hormones tested. And it's, it's always a conversation that I have to have of like, you know, I pretty much know that your hormones are off just by your history and your menses and, you know, the acne or whatever it is that they're dealing with. And I don't need a test to to be able to show me that. Um, I'd much rather them spend that money on the stool test, which is gonna give me a ton more information on how to treat that root cause. So everything that you said, totally agree. I agree yeah. with. Definitely. And so that's not
0: to say that we never run a Dutch test. We absolutely do. And it can be super helpful, especially in cases where you know we might be working with someone for a while and we've addressed gut health and Mm -hmm. we have diet pretty well under control. And we've addressed a lot of the environmental exposures like those exogenous estrogens and hormone disruptors that can cause problems in a woman's hormones and cycle. And if that person is just either not improving as much as we'd like, or we're just really struggling with some stubborn symptoms that just won't go away even though we've addressed all these other things that's that's an indication that we do need to dig a little bit deeper and maybe find out where we can support hormones specifically like there are some great natural interventions that can help us clear estrogen from the body or um, you know create a, a healthier pathway for where mm-hmm. your estrogen goes in your body because that's really important to um, yeah. you know natural therapies for increasing progesterone or maybe Maybe we even need to go the route of supplemental progesterone. And, um, you know, that's something that we can recommend you explore further with your physician. And um, so Dutch test is great. It's just not the first place that we go. And so if you have had a consult with us, or you have thought about like, oh, I really want to check out a Dutch test. The reason that we don't have it like right up front and center on our website is because we get more information, more root cause information and just better information to help you when we start with gut health. So let's talk about what kind of recommendations and support you get when you're working with us. So obviously we talk all the time on the podcast about nutrition and we are very intentional about our recommendations around diet. And it's not just about what to take out of your diet. It's also about what to add, you know, increasing the nutrient density making sure that you're consuming foods that are supportive of your fertility, um, as well as taking out some things that maybe aren't supportive of your fertility and a healthy pregnancy. But it's not all about just giving you a big list of things that you can't eat. It's also about you know, nourishing your body well by adding in supportive foods. And so we also go over lifestyle recommendations. Most, I would say 99% of the women that we see in our practice need a little extra help in the stress management department, or they're at least struggling with one of the three major lifestyle factors, so stress, sleep, or exercise. And we can give a lot of practical recommendations depending on what you specifically are experiencing. We can give a lot of practical recommendations to start you know, making some changes in lifestyle that are gonna be more supportive of healthy hormones, a healthy cycle, and a healthy pregnancy. And we also provide recommendations on supplements. And so this isn't just like a general supplement protocol, which we've talked about on the podcast. And we also have a free course all about supplements. But this might also look like a specific, very intentionally designed healing protocol that is based on those functional lab tests. So the most common example, because most of our clients start with investigating gut health, is a healing protocol for your digestive system and this could look very wildly vastly different with you know two clients standing side by side that have similar symptoms could have completely different protocols based on what we find in those functional labs so some people just have like low pancreatic enzyme output maybe their liver gallbladder is showing signs of being a little bit sluggish and they have low beneficial bacteria All we're really doing for that client is providing some functional support. You know, we're not trying to eradicate anything. We're just providing some probiotic support, maybe a little bit of like stomach acid replacement or digestive enzymes, some liver gallbladder support, really simple. Somebody else with very similar symptoms could be loaded up with three or four different gut infections that they didn't know were there. So I have a personal story about this. I did my first GI map test and... I definitely had digestive symptoms. I had been diagnosed previously with SIBO, but I never expected to come back positive for two different parasites. I'm like, where did I get parasites? Well, it was probably Mm. animals. I tested positive for Giardia, which is that commonly infects dogs and I had a history of pets that had been infected with Giardia and that could have been living in my system for a long time without me even knowing. But that was stimulating my immune system and causing inflammation and unpleasant symptoms. So really good example of just how different test results can come back and how different protocols can be built based on those results. So somebody that's dealing with infections is likely going to need something like an antimicrobial protocol to start maybe clearing out some of that unhealthy um, gut flora and replenishing some healthy gut flora. And that all helps balance the immune system, balance your hormones, just makes you feel better, (laughs) eliminates a lot of really unpleasant health symptoms. So that's just kind of an example of just how different things can be. And um, so in addition to supplements, diet, lifestyle, we also do provide you recommendations for additional testing. And that could look like um, referring you to a conventional fertility clinic or doctor to do some of the more conventional tests, like if you're struggling, we suspect there may be some kind of an anatomical issue or you need to investigate the possibility of something like endometriosis. We can provide recommendations on additional testing we think would be helpful for you. Also, if there's other labs that you can get covered by insurance with your current provider, we can provide recommendations for that as well. And um, we can also provide advice and guidance on whether it may be time to consider talking to your doctor about medication for a particular health concern. So this would be something, uh, a good example would be replacement thyroid hormone. So if you've had a full thyroid panel and your TSH is out of range, maybe your T4 is a little low or you're not converting. I mean, these are some cases where medication could be helpful. And so we can refer you and help provide you the justification that you need to bring to your doctor to advocate for yourself to get the medication that you might need. Another example would be progesterone supplementation. So if you're you're looking to up your progesterone, you're having trouble getting that up with natural methods, it may be time to consider um, replacing that with a medication. And so that kind of brings us into what we aren't able to do for you, um, and that is prescribe you medication. So um, not being able to, Dr. Haley, not being able to establish a um, relationship in person. So we're not your doctors. We're helping consult on your case. But that does mean that we aren't able to prescribe you medication or bill insurance for our services. So that's a common question that we get from clients. And we just want to be really upfront about that is that, you know, we are providing consulting services, but not acting as your physician. And as a result, uh, we're not able to bill insurance. However, it's, um, yeah, I've had this experience of not being able to go through insurance with things that I needed and it can be expensive. I think it's also really about priorities. You know, what do you need? What kind of care do you need? Are you getting that through the doctor that you're seeing, is there a way for you to find somebody local that's covered by insurance, if that's something that you really need, if you can't afford to do it out of pocket, but then also considering, you know, what's the cost of continuing to not get the care you need versus paying out of pocket now to get real answers. And so I've had to have that conversation and make that justification for myself. And you may be in that boat too. And if you're there, just feel free to reach out to us and um, we can, we can help you get through that and and yeah. prioritize a little bit better because we've totally been there and we understand we understand what that's like.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think especially with insurance is that um it's really common to since you're paying for insurance and oh my gosh, it can be so expensive in the first place, then you feel like you should be able to use it and we totally get that. We totally understand, but um you know, it is about like priorities and and wondering like if, if I worked with somebody outside of my insurance, will I get better much quicker? And is that a just investment in my health? And, uh, a lot of clients that we worked with have made that investment in their health. We've made that investment in our health and it's, def- it's definitely worth it that we've seen. So, yeah. um, yeah but we, we understand. So the way that you can work with us um, is we highly recommend scheduling a free 20 minute consult with us. And you can find that link to the 20 minute consult in the podcast episode description, uh, or you could just head over to our website at tinyfeet.co and click on the work with us um, under the services tab. So the reason why we'd like to do a 20 minute consult is to be able to answer any Questions that you have and direct you uh, which way to go uh, before working with us, or what lab test we think that is going to be the most beneficial for you. Oftentimes, we create like custom packages, um, especially if you've already had a GI map done before and you just want us to review it, um, or and you know, your next step is to do a Dutch test. Um, and we also uh, get to talk to potential clients in regards to reviewing any of their lab tests that they've already done and um, maybe they don't need anything additional, they just need like a second opinion. So we love doing those type of consults too. Um, Other ways that you uh, can be helped by us uh, without actually working with us on on -on one-on-one is we've created the fertility assessment. So we've mentioned this at the very beginning of the episode, but our fertility assessment is something that Kristen and I worked on uh, with Matt, (laughs) my fiance, uh, pretty intensely last year. And we compiled everything that you could possibly think of um, for preconception care and like functional medicine within like a... A medical assessment online and something that you can get um, just by creating a login and um, paying the $97 and you get this full sim- or action plan with to-do lists and checklists and things like that. And it's pretty pretty rad <laughs> what we did. So we hope that you check it out. Um, but basically you just answer a questionnaire and it's going to give you, uh, recommendations in the medical category. So if you're dealing with like Hashimoto's or PCOS or endometriosis or whatever it is, um, gut issues, and then it will also um, give you information about diet, lifestyle factors and um, in- environmental exposures. So that is a great place to start. And many of our potential clients that want to work with us, but can't quite get there that we always direct them over to the fertility assessment. Cause honestly, there's just so much information in there that you'll, you'll be able to get pretty dang far with just, just that alone. So, um, the other thing, um, that we're super excited about, and that we also mentioned at the beginning of the episode is our and 5 masterclass coming up. So we're going to walk you through a full preconception preparation program. It covers uh, many of the same action steps recommended in the assessment, but gives you all the guidance and practical resources that you need to implement each of these recommendations. So we include recipes, printable quick reference guides, like things you could put on your refrigerator, um, like shopping lists, things like that, Um, sourcing recommendations for food, supplements, and also household products. So we have some very special bonuses that we put together that we're really excited about um, that's going to be available only for early bird signups. And so you must be on our email list to access these special bonuses. Uh, we'll just drop a few of them, <laughs> drop some hints here. We have an egg and sperm quality um, bonus that's going to be available. And then we're also going to have one on tracking your menstrual cycle. And so everything that we've learned, uh, we're putting together in a quick little um, bonus course on, on those specific um, topics and that you can access if you are on our email list. So that's pretty exciting. And then of course, the third way uh, that we can help you on your journey is just keep listening to the podcast. We're so grateful that you're here and that you're listening. And um, we really hope that we are helping you without, um, you know, I think if you just keep listening to this podcast, we'll keep coming out with new ideas and, um, topics every week that I think will, uh, get you really, really far on your fertility journey.
0: And if you think of something that you would like to have us discuss on the podcast, let us know, because we are always looking to make sure that this is valuable to our audience. And so if there's something that you really want to see us cover that we haven't either haven't covered in depth or haven't talked about at all, like last week was really the first time that we you know, or two weeks ago was the first time we really dove into thyroid health. That was the first time in almost 40 episodes that we talked about it on the podcast. So there's tons of different topics that we could talk about. We want to make sure this is valuable to you. So shoot us an email, drop us a DM on Facebook or Instagram, and let us know what you want to hear about. And we will continue to provide valuable content for you. So we are just so excited to be here with you, helping you on your fertility journey. Mm -hmm. And no matter how you're choosing to learn from us, we want you to know that we're here to support you, that we are committed with providing you the information and the empowerment that you need to bring your baby home.
1: All right. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you back next week.